I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions, such as learning and memory, emotional processing, sleep, temperature and pain control, and inflammatory and immune responses. The CBD brand that I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their reserve collection, a sleep gummy. The reserve collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, including THC. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve Sleep Gummies build on their unique Reserve Collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with Reserve Sleep Gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30 percent off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new reserve collection, Sleep Gummies. It's my favorite time of the week. And I hope it is one of yours. Uh, it's time for Q&A with Layla. It's our weekly podcast where we answer your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. With me, of course, is the eponymous Layla. <laughs> Look up that word. That's the word of the day, eponymous, uh, for whom this podcast is named. <laughs> That's me. That's right. Okay. So uh, how are you doing, Layla? Okay, Dr. Hoffman. How are you? Very well, thanks. So, uh, as a lead up to your questions, and we, we have quite a few questions, so we want to get to your questions. I wanted to talk a little bit about a conference that we both attended mm -hmm. uh, this last weekend here in New York. It's kind of like the big event, the middle of the winter, in the dead of winter, people uh, converge yeah. uh, at the usually the Hilton Hotel Convention Center, mm -hmm. where we have something called the IHS, uh, the Integrative Health Symposium. Mm -hmm. Uh, where the attendance was quite good this year, kind of yes, coming out of back to uh, normal, coming back to pre-COVID. Actually, I think it was a record, even yeah. uh, exceeding pre-COVID. So lots and lots of people there, lots of my old uh, buddies, acquaintances, friends from New York region and across the country converged there, and we heard a lot of lectures, yeah. and we got some new ideas, and I spent some time roaming the exhibit hall where we see new yeah. product innovations yeah. and some of the learning comes from the lectures and some of it comes from actually seeing some of the new products. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, products as well, but uh, you know, perhaps uh, share with us uh, some of your approach because we, we some of, uh, sometimes we find ourselves in the same lecture hall, yep. but sometimes we go to different, we go to different, it's like you scope out that and I'll scope out this right. and right, right, you know, right, right. see if you can retrieve any uh, clinical pearls yes, when yes. you listen to a, a lecture because I find that the, the longer I do this, the more uh, of these conferences I attend. Unfortunately, the less I learn because... Because you know. Because I know a fair amount. Right. Which is not to say that I don't you know, have room for improvement and I always look for those yeah. additional nuggets of knowledge that are brand new or have eluded me in the past or you know other people's impressions of of sure. some of the same issues that i deal with or different approaches different right newer products exactly which are exciting yeah 
you know. So, so what were some of your takeaways from this conference? Well, I love, you know, the keynote was Dr. David Perlmutter about Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about maybe making May 15th National Alzheimer's Prevention Day or something. As opposed like to that. National Alzheimer's Awareness Month. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. Because there's a month dedicated to that. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, it's highly underwritten by the big pharmaceutical companies right. who are rolling out drugs. And he made a very, I saw that lecture too. Yeah. He made a very convincing case for the fact that these new drugs, they're so highly touted, are uh, minimally effective, very expensive, and carry with them significant hazards. Can cause brain, brain bleed and edema. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Swelling of the brain. Yeah. Uh, require frequent MRIs to monitor them. Uh, don't work in certain patients. Uh, have to be instituted early. Uh, have carry a price tag that is like uh, a six-figure uh, price tag. Yeah. Uh, annually and so ridiculous. Right. And and actually haven't been around long enough for us to really assess whether they make a big difference in slowing the progression of Alzheimer's disease. There's certainly not a cure. They, they're based on this idea that we want to use the target, the amyloid. Yeah. But the amyloid is probably the spackle that actually helps maybe address some of the underlying problems of Alzheimer's. And it's not the problem, it's the consequence of Alzheimer's. Mm, mm -hmm. You know, so just, it's sort of like, uh, you know, the Don't beat up the fire truck. They didn't cause the fire. Exactly. It's like we see fire trucks all the time when houses are burned down. Let's yeah. get rid of the fire department. You right. Know? And maybe that's... The fire not... department creates fire, right. don't you know? Yes. The amyloid creates <laughs> the amyloid. Right. Creates yeah. the Alzheimer's. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so uh, there has been a lot of criticism by conventional medical doctors about uh, these new drugs. We uh, we share a space, you know, we have an office with a bunch of different practitioners. Yeah. And uh, sometimes in the hallway we have a little, you know, I'll have a little colloquy with one of my colleagues. And I asked a neurologist who uh, shares this uh, uh, large office space. He mm -hmm. has his own office. Uh, what he thinks of these new Alzheimer's drugs, he says, I, don't pres I wouldn't prescribe them. Mm. And he's wow. a very, very thoughtful and discerning neurologist. Yeah. He says, I, I just, I'm not convinced. Yeah. You know, so anyway, th so the whole idea was on prevention of Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the important take-home points was, you know, a lot of people are uh, taking this APOE test. And I understand that the APOE test, you can go to LabCor LabCorp or, yeah. or Quest, one of the companies, and you could just request the test yeah. with maybe disastrous consequences because you may say, oh my God, I've got the Alzheimer's gene. Yeah. Uh, according to Dr. Perlmutter, according to research that he shared with us, uh, you can, even if you have the Alzheimer's gene, you can actually take your risk down to average or normal yeah. through simple lifestyle interventions. Absolutely. Whereas... Just think about it. Eight, maybe ten years ago, APOE was a disaster. Yeah, it was, it was almost like you were sentenced. Right, but no longer. It's like so. The write, message, write your will. You know, get yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, long-term yeah. health insurance if you can. If you can still get it, because right. your rating might go to like uninsurable. Oh, you know? isn't that something? Yeah. right, right. The 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 biggest take home I took away in total from this conference is it's not all about your genes. Yeah, because yeah. you have the power to change what is expressed. Yes. So that is very, very powerful. And the importance of muscle strength, the importance of exercise, important of eating the right way. Sleep. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. 
Now another big another big topic was GLP one. Oh yeah. So so the incretin hormone. So let me let me yeah let me just comment on that. Is every year you go there, you know something is the new buzz. Mm -hmm. And over the past couple of years, the exhibit hall has been filled with different CBD companies. You know, CBD was all the rage. Yeah. And I'm not saying that CBD is not all the rage, but I think with all these companies, there was like a gold rush. I think it's consolidated to a few big reputable companies like CV Sciences, which is the company that is our sponsor. They've kind of survived the competition, you know, like the, they're kind of like the big fish and the minnows have since mm -hmm. been devoured or mm -hmm. they've just gone belly up. And so CBD is not the theme. But the theme this year, because of the conventional drugs, yeah. Ozempic, Munjaro, Zepbound, mm -hmm. Rebelsis, uh, the, 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 there is actually some plausible natural alternatives to that. Yeah. And that's actually going to be the subject of my newsletter next week. Oh, wow. But I, okay. I, will, I, will, uh, I will actually uh, share with you some of my impressions. One of them is is the idea of working on the microbiome. Mm -hmm. And there are products that contain a, a, a species of bacteria called Ackermansia. Mm -hmm. And Ackermansia appears to uh, have the ability to increase endogenous production of GLP. So when you take yeah. these injections, you get outside GLP. Mm -hmm. But it'd be kind of neat if you could create a little more GLP Right, for satiety, right. satiety. Mm -hmm. And people who take this anecdotally say they have less cravings, they have less cravings for sweets, they lose weight. Uh, they have done clinicals, and I really li listened to a very interesting podcast. By the way, Peter Atia, who I've commented on, I uh -huh. listened to him. He did an entire podcast on a company called Pendulum, which is the company that makes, I think, the most authentic Ackermansia products. Hmm. And they have done clinicals which show that people with diabetes uh, lower their hemoglobin A1C by like a half a point, the percentage of okay. uh, a glycosylated hemoglobin in the blood, hmm. which is significant. You know, if you can go from sure. like a 6.2 to 5.7, that's that's a significant difference, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with just taking a probiotic. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so that's these products range in price from kind of the more generic acromancia to the more specific diabetes products, which cost, you know, a hundred and some odd dollars per month. Yeah. So they can be pricey. Uh, Pendulum's company that make company that makes them. The other uh, one that seemed to be plausible is um, uh, there also is something called Calorad, which is uh, I believe that's the name. That's uh, based on a Calocurb. Calocurb. It's Thank made you. of hops. Calo curb. I actually have a sample. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought you a sample. Oh, yeah, I'll, great. I'll, I got a sample. I, I didn't too. give it to you. I already have one. Okay. Because I went straight to her and I said, I, and I talked to her for a little while. That's exactly what I got. Here there it we is. Go. Yeah. Okay. It, what it is, it is actually it's hops. Um, a, for, a form of hops, mm -hmm. but it's a New Zealand form of hops. So it's not just regular hops. And there, the story behind that is that there was a they got a $20 million government grant for a startup. You know, they like to support startups. Sometimes they have innovation awards. Yeah. And they uh, managed to get a government grant to start this uh, business. It is, the ingredient is New Zealand hops flower extract. But it probably is not just like any old kind of hops because otherwise no. 
you could just drink a lot of beer and you know you would right. lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's this proprietary New Zealand hops, blah blah blah. Yeah, and there is some. They've done some clinicals on this. Mm-hmm. There's uh, peer-reviewed studies, a couple blind placebo control trials, which show some ability to raise GLP-1 and to help lower weight. Yeah. Now, probably these products are not as dramatically efficacious as the drugs. Let's face as it. Uh, the other way that they deal with this is uh, there's a product called Hyphenolic, which is made by Metagenics, mm-hmm. uh, which is different. Uh, it's not a probiotic. It is hibiscus and caffeic acid, which is what's in, caf- ah, in coffee. Yeah. And there's actually some bona fides of caffeic acid and hibiscus for reducing appetite. Hibiscus tea used to be uh, used for lowering blood pressure. Yes. It's like a blood pressure tea. Yep. But it also seems to have a blood sugar regulating effect. And it, there seems to be a microbiome effect of caffeic acid. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's they're all targeted at the microbiome where you have... Uh, cells that secrete GLP-1. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so I think that this is interesting for people who either prefer not to take a medication. Sure. Uh, or maybe they are taking medications that's too expensive or they're too nauseous mm-hmm. from the medic. They don't tolerate it. Or they're it. afraid of taking it because of the possible we, side effects. We had a patient today who who uh, yeah. was, was somewhat overweight, but has, to begin with, she has a lot of nausea. Yeah. And so she thought like, well... I don't think it's such a good idea to start taking this. And she'd started taking it, and she yeah. had vomiting. She did. So she couldn't... She, she had to stop. She had a low threshold to begin with for that, yeah. so she could not possibly take that. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's another case for this. is like, you know, sometimes people take this for a year or two. They lose a lot of weight, but, like, they're thinking, like, I cannot spend, you know, uh, uh, thousands of dollars a year on these, these medications. Yeah. I mean, it, literally thousands, because it could cost, like, uh, hundreds or, like, over a thousand dollars a month to take these medications yeah. if you don't get them on insurance, mm-hmm. and so there could be a case where, like, yeah, great, I lost you know forty or fifty pounds. I need to sustain that. I would like something less expensive that works more naturally to sustain my weight loss because, right. unfortunately, studies show that people get, regain about seventy percent of the weight they lost exactly. on average. On average, when they stop taking yeah. the medication, yeah, yeah. So it's like here we go yeah. again, right? So there's a, there's a case for those. So anyway, that was a theme, I think, this year of, like, quote, naturalism. But, you know, in the past, I've really kind of poo-pooed weight loss pills. You know, there's, like, high-fiber things that kind of make you bloated. And then there's, like, speedy pills that make you feel hyper and you lose your appetite. Remember Dextrim? Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. Speed and stuff. Yeah. It can raise your blood pressure. could cause you palpitations, insomnia, you know, lots of caffeine Mm -hmm. or, like, other... You know, natural stimulants, glucomannan, ephedrine, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. I used to take ephedrine for for allergies. You know, clear up my nasal passages, Mm -hmm. and uh, it 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 really kept me alert through this afternoon crash, and also it killed my appetite. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll happen. But you know, that's that whole line of addressing weight loss. I think has uh, been tapped out because of the dangerous side effects of these stimulants. True. Uh, for a while, it was like fen-fen and things like that. Yeah. You know, and that got taken off the market because it was kind of heart problems. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Very So anyway, so any other... Oh, uh, yeah. uh, let's... I will uh, share one thing that I learned. This is mm-hmm. kind of a little uh, esoteric knowledge. I attended a lecture on nitric oxide and how important nitric oxide is for blood pressure, cardiovascular, wound healing... Uh, you know, so many things. Everything is about nitric oxide. It's like 
the I went to a lunch and learn on oh, okay. nitric oxide as so well. What I yeah. picked up was mm -hmm. paradoxically you you can get a lot of nitrates, dietary nitrates from beets and from certain vegetables like arugula and things like yeah. that. It turns out that organic is less effective. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. Organic is less effective than conventional. And you know why? Think about it. Yeah. What's the difference? The fertilizer? You got it. Yeah. It's yeah. nitrogen fertilizers yeah. in are in enrich uh -huh. the plants in nitrates. Yeah. Yeah. And there but we go. organic is like, you know, you're using like composted manure or blah 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 blah, blah you know, yeah. like or composted vegetable matter that's not as rich in nitrogen mm -hmm. because we amp up our our fruits and vegetables with super nitrogen enhanced fertilizer. Right. So don't fret if you go to the organic market and the broccoli looks sad and tired, you want your broccoli to have a blue hue. So if it's conventional, you're going to get a little more NO. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Just say no. From there, just, just say, say no. no to organic. Just say no. <laughs> no, no. I mean, to organic. Look, I think that the benefits of organic certainly outweigh that slight liability. But I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then there's a story of, as you know, mouthwash kind of kills the bacteria. It that, does. The yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And the microbiome on the back of the tongue. Yeah. Which is responsible for creating. NO and stuff like that, which confers its benefits. And maybe alcoholics have a higher propensity to stroke. Yeah, uh, and, and alcoholics will have higher blood pressure too. Yes, so yes. it's not just the Listerine, it's yeah. the wine and the tequila and all of that kind of thing. Kills your microbiome, which is essential to, for conversion of the nitrates into yeah. nitric oxide. Yeah, yeah. Another interesting uh, 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 talk I went to was about vagal tone, about the vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. Stimulating I have the, the vagus vaguest nerve. idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I always do that. Apparently, the big take-home message there is acetylcholine is needed for vagal tone, mm -hmm. and a leaky gut can also cause disruption okay. in vagal tone. So there's another reason to address leaky gut and to make sure that we're getting enough choline from the diet. So choline is a building block. Uh, there's also yeah. a, this mm -hmm. whole theory about how you can use like stimulation of various kinds, like electrical stimulation yes. to stimulate the vagus and via the ear, ear points. Yeah, right, like, ear points, mm -hmm. the neck by the carotid, yeah. the vagus nerve is so, slightly in front. And there, there, in the future, there may even it. be implantable devices that regulate yeah. vagal function. Yeah, um, but I don't fascinating. think that's quite there, you know, for... Yeah. Um, and it, we also think that problems with the vagal tone are associated with chronic fatigue syndrome and mm -hmm. long COVID. Gastroparesis. Okay. A lack of vagal tone, gastroparesis. And for like recurrent intractable SIBO, oh. possibly to look at vagal tone. Motility. In that, for motility. Motility, right. yeah. Right. So it's uh, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. So. And then, then I went yeah. to a lecture uh, mm -hmm. which was all about inflammatory bowel disease, ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease, and yeah. it was delivered by a professor of uh, gastroenterology who went through all the uh, latest drugs, which is quite interesting. You know, I got a review of all the latest drugs, so it was like a it was like an hour long, and for about fifty five minutes he was talking about the drugs. And then he was talking about new innovative therapies, including fecal transfer, which they're studying, you know, to change the flora, yeah. and then also uh, stem cells to uh, deal with rectal fistulas, and even hyperbaric oxygen to facilitate healing. Yeah, yeah. 
But he didn't talk at all about diet. Nothing. And nothing about any kind of supplement or probiotic yeah. or anything. And, and you know, and we went to this lecture too together. And I gave the same lecture yeah, yeah. like about three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the lecture also about menopause. Yeah. Where they talked about all the different things to take and they did not talk about diet at all. Oh, ups and downs of blood sugar being. Ups and downs a, a, of blood sugar. Yeah, being a maybe yeah. it's the alcohol, maybe yeah. it's the caffeine, yeah. maybe yeah. it's the chocolate. Yeah. You reduce all these things, you're yeah. going to be surprised at yeah. how your temperature comes down. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, if you show show me somebody who is like breaking into a sweat yeah. and is like fanning themselves, and I don't know whether they're having a hot flash from uh, menopause or whether they're having a hot flash from low blood sugar. It's or, the same. Or from detox, from whatever oh, they've been doing. That's that a huge one in the that middle too. of the night as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and it was disappointing that none of that was addressed. But, you know, some of these things are for continuing medical education. Right. Credits and they're not necessarily more on the. They have nutrition. to be very on an academic track. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, anyway, so I mean, it was good it's stuff. Always, it, it's, it's always, always good stuff. Uh, stimulating. I come away nourished. Yeah, yeah. Feeling really like intellectually nourished. You know, yeah. it, it scratches an itch. And you know, and it, it in a way, it's a little bit like going to to church or synagogue or yeah. to the mosque. You know, it's like you're sitting in the room yeah. and you're getting you're hearing the gospel. Right. You know, you know the gospel already. Yeah. I mean, most people know the content, but it's to hear it again and again and again. True. And it's good reinforcement. Reinforcement. It's yeah. also very good review. It's like, right. oh yes, that's right, and this pathway and everything. And, yeah. And it's good to hum for your vagal tone and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I'm feeling better already. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I think that's why singers have better vagal tone, apparently, for that reason. But. Okay. So it was a very, very good conference, all in all. And I look forward to next year's. So, yeah. Can I read you a comment? Yeah. I got a comment. This is kind of a weird comment. Hmm. Um, it's, it's, it came out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And I think, did you send this to me? Because we, we fished it out of our... Let's just see something here. Oh, and certainly the grandfather of integrative and functional medicine, Dr. Jeffrey Bland, he gave the keynote at the end of the conference about autoimmune, yeah, what, pre-autoimmune. I missed that because I was doing my show. That was great. He talked a lot about we're seeing more and more autoimmune conditions and how to catch it at the pre-level. And basic take-home message, you have to control what you put in the pie hole. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. this is where we all need to be looking. Ultimately, so above I, all, I got this out of the blue. Um, mm. It's you know, dear Ron, because he knows me as Ron. We met on a Viking River cruise last April. Yeah, my husband Tom and I enjoyed talking to you and hope you were doing well. I am writing to express appreciation for the Alliance for Natural Health article about early onset cancers and the causes, especially your mention of environmental toxins and plastics as the second and third cause of cancer. I feel we're getting too complacent about cancer with the ability to cure it once it occurs, but the fact is that cancer and its impact on people's lives and ability to earn a living is devastating. Okay. Yeah. So that's actually an article that appeared in our newsletter. It also concurrently appeared in the Alliance for Natural Health. Mm-hmm. The fix is on because I'm president of the Alliance for Natural Health. Yes. They, they put my articles front and center. Right, there. right, 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 right. No, it's very good. And uh, between plastics, microplastics, 
PFAS, all of that, and that was another lecture that was given by Dr. Joseph Pozzorno. Oh, right. Oh, that's, he does so much on of toxic, that. On toxic, toxic. On toxic exposures yeah. and everything. He is the world's expert on he that. He really, really yeah. is. And he talks really, really fast, but oh, okay. you can keep up. It's, it's, he's great. Smart guy. wonderful. Yeah. 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 Been a guest. Stuff. He's been a guest. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll get him back on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great. That would be great. So, so all right. So let's uh, tackle the question. Mm-hmm. We've got one here from Jonathan. I'm a 70-year-old male. I just found out that I have a small abdominal aortic aneurysm, three centimeters. What advice can you give me? Whew. Well, um, so an aneurysm is like a little out-pocketing or bulging of the one of the large blood vessels, like the aorta is a big pipe. And yeah. the walls weaken, and then there can be an outward bulging. And then it expands and expands and expands to the point where, like, when you inflate a balloon too much, it bursts. And when it bursts, it's absolutely catastrophic. Yeah. Uh, the survival of aneurysms is very low. Uh, Joe Biden is an example of someone who uh, had a cerebral aneurysm that burst, and he survived, and they, you know, it's surgically repaired it or welded it back together well, and uh, <laughs> you know however it, mm-hmm. it, he you know he uh, it, I mean that's like a near-death experience yeah and so what you want to do is you want to detect them early and through ultrasound we can see them and then at, there's certain criteria we monitor them mm-hmm. because they tend to get progressively larger because under the stress of the blood flow and especially if you have high blood pressure yes they expand and expand and expand and then they can burst and there is a surgical criterion for when you have to operate. They reach a certain size and then you, in an abundance of caution, you have to repair it. And basically what you do is take like a little piece of Gore-Tex and you, you patch it like a tire, like a, you know, like, like, a tire, I, right? like I have a, a, a repair kit in my, on my bike where if my inner tube uh, bursts, yeah. I've got like a little patch kit that I can put on with go. glue and I fix it. So is there... But do you have a little pump? I do have a pump. The, oh, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have C- CO2 cartridges. Oh. Which can, you know, inflate the, you know. Does it also make seltzer? I'm it sorry. It does make seltzer, <laughs> if you want. Yeah. Which is very refreshing during the bike ride. But I, I don't make seltzer. Catch a tire. I, I have sa- some soda. I save the CO2. So the, um, mm-hmm. so that, you know, it's kind of like, this is a mechanical problem. Mm. And is there a supplement that can fix that? And, you know, you might start saying, well, you know, take a lot of collagen because collagen can support the structure Mm -hmm. of the wall. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's a lot of evidence that that's going to prevent the gradual expansion uh, under the blood pressure. I think the main medical way to deal with it is to optimize blood pressure so that you don't have super high blood pressure because that pressure will eventually cause this aneurysm to expand to the point where the um, yeah. the, uh, it's too thin and it breaks, you know, mm-hmm. it just stretches and stretches to the point where it, uh, it bursts like a balloon. Yeah, um, scary. I mean, there's a, there, there is this kind of thing that they advertise, uh, where if you have a flat tire, you know, you can take a can of this stuff and you yes. put it and you, and it, and it, it seals the tire from the inside. Yeah. But so far they haven't developed that for people. Right, <laughs> and probably with all the toxic materials and plastic and oh latex in there, that probably wouldn't be a good idea. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. So, 
I, the answer is, I don't think this is a nutritional problem. Yeah. Although, you know, if you're overweight and, you know, you, you can drop some weight and it'll be better for you from a sure blood pressure standpoint. Make sure you have good blood pressure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. you're not, uh, yeah. So I can't say right. that, you know, there's mm-hmm. a, you, can you think of a vitamin? I mean, I don't know, like, I, maybe vitamin C helps collagen, you maybe know. Maybe something to thin the blood so it's not. No, no, I don't think that's a good idea because no. if, it, if, if, you, if it bursts, then you have, you, you have more bleeding. That's true. You know? That's true. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to be in an anticoagulant when that happens because no, then you have like massive hemorrhage. Right. The survival rate for abdominal aortic aneurysm rupture, mm-hmm. they call it triple A, triple A, aortic abdominal, abdominal aortic aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the survival rate for that is way south of 50%. You know, if wow. it's, you gotta, you gotta, gotta fix that real fast because you you'll bleed that. out internally. Mm-hmm. So, John, take good care of yourself. Thank you for your question. Okay. Good point at which to pause because we divide our podcast into two parts. And so we're going to really make an effort uh, not to digress and answer as many of your questions in part two as we can. <laughs> but we can. have to talk about this conference because no, it's We want to share. We want to share. Yeah. So I think that was constructive uh, conversation. So uh, in part two, we're going to address your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. And a reminder uh, that um, uh, you can shop hundreds of curated, vetted supplements. That's important because we insist important. on quality control. There's no bogus supplements. There's no, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things that are questionable. There's no bootleg supplements. There's no uh, masquerading. There's no, no <laughs> There's dumpster no, dived supplements. No dumpster dived and uh, repackaged supplements. No shoplifted stuff. Yeah. Uh, on my full script dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. Yes. And so uh, you can rely on quality by shopping there. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com. For your supplement needs, and uh, you know, fast uh, free delivery, and uh, you know, convenient reminders. If you decide to put in a reminder of, uh, for uh, uh, you know refilling your prescriptions. All right, a good point. What's to pause? Let's uh, let's now uh, go to part two. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoppen today with Layla Mutant. It's our weekly Q and A with Layla, and we'll be right back with more intelligent medicine.